Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters. Welcome to another episode of the Ark of Thoughts podcast. Today's episode, Kasem, we're going to be talking about aspiring high. Um, both aspiring high in terms of a religious sense and in terms of our spirituality, but also aspiring high in terms of um, anything in terms of the dunya, we'll say. Um, and we'll expand on that term uh, later on within the episode. But essentially, we want to talk about why we should have high aspirations, high goals, um, and we want to talk about having individual drive and ambition um, and striving to become the the best form of ourselves individually. So, inshallah, these are some of the things that we want to talk about. Uh, but before we continue, please hit the like button below, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, if you're enjoying the content so far and you enjoyed this episode, then please do feel free to share with your friends and family. So, Kasim, let's get into this topic about having high aspirations and I think there's many things that we sort of need to um, we need to talk about um, we need to talk about it both from uh, a religious sense um, and we also need to talk about it from from a normal day-to-day life sense if that makes sense um, we'll say materialistic sense yeah yeah that's a, that's a very very good way of characterizing it um, I think what it comes down to is Essentially, what we are trying to say is every person needs to become the best form or the best version of themselves. Um, now, the way that I see it is, the way that many people see it actually, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us all unique with our own abilities, with our own attributes, um, with our own qualities. And every person differs in terms of the level that they can achieve in terms of equality or qualities or uh, characteristics. But it's up to us to have, uh, to apply ourselves, to put in the hard work, to put in the graft, so to speak, to um, fine tune these qualities to the highest level that, that we can achieve as individuals. Um, and that's what we're talking about, really. Um, to have to have the ambition, to have the drive, to have the want, to have the desire. And then not only to have the want and desire to do so, but then to go out and do it as well, um, to go out and achieve that. And I think that's that's what we want to talk about today. Um, religiously, we know that Islam always asks us to achieve the best that, that we can, um, and we have the word ihsan in in the Arabic language, which is mentioned specifically in, in the Hadith of Jibril, uh, a very very famous Hadith, um, in which Jibril attends the gathering of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and uh, there are many questions that uh, Jibril asked the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. To which Prophet ﷺ replies with, with responses to each of these questions. Um, a very famous hadith, um, which which you can, I'm sure we can leave like a link to it below, um, or many of pe- many of the people will already be aware and they can they can research it and read it again for themselves. But essentially, we're talking about excellence, the achievement of excellence, the achievement of bettering ourselves. Um, and I will use the word excellence here, Kasim, because sometimes we talk about perfection. But the thing is, I don't think we should necessarily strive to be perfect, because perfection is a trait in which you know there's there's no deficiency, so to speak. Um, <clears throat> and as human beings, we can't really necessarily achieve perfection, but that doesn't mean we can't achieve excellence. Um, and there's a slight distinction between the two. But anyhow, I don't want to go too far into that um 
one of the things that I want to mention as part of like the introduction here, though, Kasim, is um, failure and how you may fail in your pursuit of excellence, whether that be in a spiritual sense or whether that be in a materialistic sense. What do you think, Kasim, in terms of like failure? What, what's your understanding? What's your perception of failure? How do you deal with it? How do you bounce back? Um, what are your thoughts? The first thing I'll say is that a person who never challenged, challenged himself, a person who never set himself targets, a person who never set, set himself goals in life, will never fail. Mm-hmm. Every person who wanted to achieve something in life, who had a certain goal, who had a certain aspiration, will have failed along the way. And these failures or setbacks, as you want to say, will be would, would have been a means of motivation for him to get up again, to start his journey, to start his pursuit again, and to make it even work even harder. You know, a person who fails and he stops at the first point of failure he will never achieve anything in his life mm-hmm. and this is like the sort of drive and a motivation that a person needs to have that he that he needs to understand that i am going to fail and this is what this life is sometimes you have good days and sometimes you have bad days but i <clears throat> i really believe in this is that when you have them bad days you'll have maybe one bad day and 10 good days but when you have when you have a bad day you take them bad days you really, you know, take a step back. You really, you know, think about what's going on. And that should spur you on and give you motivation to do even better, you know, going forward, you know. So failure is part of the journey. A person who said he never failed never ever took a journey. He never yeah. ever went anywhere. He never did anything, you know. So failure is nothing to be scared of. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if it happens to you, good. The more time it happens, the more the more times you learn from it. But if you don't learn from failure, if you don't, again, if you don't set yourself targets, you never fail. You'll just be comfortable, you know. You'll just be doing what you're doing. But the thing is, you'll never achieve anything. Mm. I think this is the thing though, like if with anybody that wants to achieve anything, they have to become comfortable with failing, if yeah. that makes sense. It has to become part um, of that sort of mindset. Yeah, because sometimes we grow up in, a, in an environment where we might become really sheltered away from failures or away from mistakes. Or we might, um, where we do make a mistake, unfortunately we are um, corrected or we, we have some reprimand um, which is beyond what's required and that that can be a problem in terms of our mindset, in terms of how we deal with mistakes and failures. But like I said, I think what we're trying to say here about this point about failure is just because you may fail or there is a, there is a possibility that you may make a mistake or a failure, that doesn't necessarily mean that that should stop you from trying something new or not necessarily trying something new, but trying something that you are interested in or um, going down a venture on which, you know, you you have aspirations about. So I think this is a really important part um, that I wanted to talk about before we actually get into the aspirations. Because at the end of the day, we don't just want aspirations, Kasim. We don't just want to uh, have a desire to be great people. But we also want to execute and to actually become great people. Yeah. Um, but along that journey that like you mentioned there will always be failure there's not going to be there isn't a person that has come uh who is deemed to be great um who did not go through failure um and i think that's that's the point that we're trying to make here isn't it and even like just like we'll end it here but that fear of failure if it's real it would push you to go achieve what you want to do yeah it will push you honestly that fear of failure when you have nothing left it will push you to go to go achieve what you want to do, mm-hmm. but that's if you have something in mind, if you have a goal in mind. Yeah. So, 
The next thing that I want to talk about, Kasim, is um, now that we've got the the fear of failure out of the way, um, I want to talk about, to begin with, um, becoming the best in terms of our deen, in terms of spiritually, in our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, we're well aware that we the the audience that are listening to to these these episodes on our podcast is a younger audience, okay? Um, and I think the the sort of natural way that many people think or many youngsters think is that I will attach myself to deen and I recognize the importance of deen and I recognize the importance of religion um, and I recognize the importance of the Quran and the Sunnah in my life, but I don't feel comfortable doing it at this particular point in my life. I want to do it maybe later on in my life. Um, and there will be many reasons for why these kind of thoughts might might come. But I mean, what's your thought process about that? Um, what do you think? In terms of youngsters, maybe delaying their attachment to, yeah. to Dean. Yeah. <clears throat> right. For this, there will pop, there will probably be a number of factors. A lot, of, a lot of youth may be scared of societal pressure, mm-hmm. or you know, if I start going to the masjid and I start paying my salah, and you know, I become this sort of like pious people in the eyes of others. What will people think of me? Mm-hmm. Second of all, people have this fear of if I give maybe uh, importance to D, maybe I lose out on these things which are materialistic. Mm-hmm. And you know, reading in our history, especially in our Islamic history, you know, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, as we know, He took a lot of great work, especially from youngsters. Mm-hmm. Why? Because youngsters, it's a very important. You know, the the youth of a person is a very very important age in a person's life. This is we mentioned this poor person. He has energy, he has the ability to do many, many, many things. Mm-hmm. But in this sort of age of his life, if a youngster, if a youth, he devotes himself uh, for the work of Deen or doing anything for the sake of Deen, get a person to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, then we've seen in our history that Allah Subhanahu would take great work from a person, mm-hmm. and it won't be a hindrance for them. Rather, it'll be a means of upliftment, both in his Deen and in his dunya. Yeah, I think. The earlier that a person starts as well, the more challenges a person yeah. may face as well. Definitely. Um, and we're talking about um, becoming great and striving for for greatness. Um, and there, there are many people that will fear that, you know, if I start to become religious or if I start to become pious, um, then it's going to affect my relationships that I have uh, currently, whether that be in terms of like my family or whether that be in terms of my friends and stuff. And... You know, these are all like different sort of um, relationships that we want to maintain and we we want to look after. But at the end of the day, these pe- the people who you are worried about, when they see change in you, that you recognize is for your betterment and they recognize it for your betterment. Inshallah, the, the people that you're worried about will be the people that will inshallah spur you on. And if they aren't, then Allah will give you friends that will replace these people who will be better for you as well um, and i think this is this is a challenge and it's a thought process that like i'm talking more younger people to go yeah. through um, because as you get older you become more sure about um, your own belief system uh, your own ideas um, how you perceive society to be and the older that you get uh, the less worried you are about societal pressure so i am talking more um, to our younger viewers here um, don't worry inshallah <laughs> it's okay uh, friends come and go uh, People come and go in your life as well um, As long as you're doing things with, with a bit of wisdom and tact You know It's not you that's pushing people away mm. Because That's the worst position to be in 
that you become religious, um, you become closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but all of a sudden you start laying down the law for other people. Um, I don't think this is a, a wise way of doing things. Um, and I think that's that's the difference, where you, you become practicing yourself, but you have a weird bit of wisdom and tact in how you, you maintain your relationships with other people as well. Um, I don't know, what do, you, what do you think about any other thoughts that you have in terms of um, aspiring for, for greatness in terms of deen? Uh, in terms of deen, uh, we probably will mention this later as well, but our, our, our role model is Rasulullah mm-hmm. And Salam. You know when a person he reads the seerah, he reads the life of Rasulullah he understands that the Prophet came for a certain mission. He came for a certain reason, and this was ultimately the upliftment of the world. <coughs> you know, to take people away from you know their bad traits, you know, and lead them to a life you know which was ultimately better for them. And this is our only role model, mm-hmm. and this is the life we should aspire to have. That how can we be a means of motivation? How can we be a means of guidance for others, for ourselves mm-hmm. and for others? How can we? How can we be like? How can you say the torch bearers? And show people the way, but that requires a person to make a lot of effort upon himself, you know. Uh, and the younger a person does it, uh, the less regrets he has when he when he gets older as well. And this you can ask anybody who person has got older, that when a person prays salah, I'm not saying when a person gets 15 and prays salah, it doesn't mean anything. But the person who starts out when he's 20, 25, his reward is much much greater in the eyes of Allah compared mm-hmm. to person who's 50, because he doesn't have them distractions, he doesn't mm-hmm. have the energy anymore, you no, know, he doesn't have those things in life, mm-hmm. you know. I think the 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 flip side to it is as well, Kasim, is that it's never too late. You yeah. Know? Right. Um, there are many examples of people that have changed their lives when when they've got older. Um, the one aspect in terms of like changing your life, the the other aspect in terms of like is becoming more religious, more spiritual. Mm. And the thing is, we need to understand that even like us, we may pray our five times salah, but that's not enough. Like you know, we don't settle for that. Um, the achievement. Of of becoming better is not just for the the person that's starting off, but it's for all of us. You know, all of us walking, treading the path. We all need to continue in our journey. They, we don't need to stagnate. That's that's what I'm trying to say here. Um, I mean, I take I take um, benefit from there's a local elder in in our in our area where we live, and mashallah, you know, his kids became hafaz, and it was after his kids became hafaz grew up. That he became a hafid yeah. after the age of 50, 60 yeah. or so. And, you know, it's it's amazing to hear a story like that. Because we hear stories about like young kids becoming hafid. This is like almost, no, it's become normal for us to hear. Um, but for our elders to continue to strive, you know, I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives us the ability to have like high aspirations like that, even at that age as well. That's that we don't stop. Drive, you know? Yeah, yeah. We don't stop, you know. Um that's that's the thing like a Muslim should never ever be satisfied with the position that he's in mm-hmm. you know if a, if a Muslim uh, is satisfied with just praying a salah and just doing the same routine day in day out year in year out like if he's not progressing there's no such thing in, in deen as staying at the same you're just stagnating mm-hmm. and Allah has given us you know opportunity to better ourselves I know when we live in the west we have so much great opportunity so many resources so, so many things we have access to it's unbelievable and we're the only ones to blame for ourselves if we don't access these things and we don't take advantage of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Um, I mean, that's one side now. Yeah. So we've talked about like aspiring 
for greatness in terms of like our our dini life in terms of our spiritual life but we also need to maintain that balance of aspiring for greatness in terms of our duniyawi life as well in terms of our materialistic life and sometimes like a perception is given kasim that um we need to become people that basically have a uh prayers in our hands and we have a a mushaf and a quran inside of our hands we sit in one corner of the masjid and we spend the entirety of our life there um and we just worship allah subhanahu wa taala and sometimes that perception is given that that is what a muslim is we need to aspire to that person as being a muslim and this life that we live of a, a normal day to day life for example a 95 work or owning a business or uh whatever it may be that you do on a daily basis that's sort of like not part of deen or you know you shouldn't really uh have high aspirations or high goals or if you earn a lot of money then uh it should be all hush hush or you know you you're not allowed to earn a lot of money or you're not allowed to have like uh, a high ranking job which which would provide you with some sort of status in society um and all of these perceptions are sort of given um when personally I don't I don't I don't agree to that you know like I think that's completely incorrect <laughs> yeah I think we talked about we talked a bit about the money aspect of in the first episode that that we did um talking about materialism and muslims and you know having a high paying job is going to be a benefit for the ummah as well you are going to be able to provide a service for the ummah as well um so don't don't shy away from uh, having having a good salary uh, you might want to keep it to yourself um and people might come and ask you for handouts mm-hmm. <laughs> but don't be don't be shy of having uh of aspiring to have uh, a well paid job mm. a good salary or aspiring for a business which is going to pr- provide you with good money and this is the the second sort of part that we wanted to talk about and we'll start off with talking about like the younger age group who are still in education kasim and then we'll sort of get on to like the sali more older maybe our age group and then beyond our age group as well um But yeah, I think the first thing is studies, Kasim. Um and working hard to achieve good grades, you know. Um and sometimes there's a stigma that exists within some societies and some places that you know you're almost not allowed to work hard or you you're a geek if you work hard. Um okay. For for in terms of your studies. Um and I think this is like um if you you have this sort of mentality you need to stop out of that um because the world doesn't rely on natural talent the world relies on hard work um and when we put in hard work then inshallah allah subhanahu wa taala is more likely to show us um the fruits of our hard work um rather than just relying on some natural ability that you, that you have for example so strive to achieve the best that you can in terms of your grades whatever subjects that you're studying whether that be in school whether that be in college whether that be in university um whatever institution that may be in whether that be even be at home as well you know you could be doing online courses or you could be taking courses within your local community center or whatever but in whatever education that you you are committed to strive to achieve the best that you can you know spend time working on and we're not saying live a life of just like behind the books you know all the time you just study 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 no but at the same time put in that amount of effort that when you get your grades you'll know that you put in uh everything that you could basically um anything else that you you might want to share to like younger viewers maybe younger viewers it's uh my advice would be at a young age we need to 
build these sort of <clears throat> we need to build a sort of mindset mm-hmm. in terms of working hard in terms of being motivated in terms of having a goal in terms of having a plan in terms of having direction and i don't mean you have everything figured out but i mean that whatever you do in life you're striving as you said to do your best mm-hmm. you know you don't like like mind my french but half ass things mm-hmm. you know like whatever you do do you know do it to the best of your ability what happens is that if you do this at a young age just say even if just an example just say you go play uh, a sport you know as your hobby or you go play for the club do the best that you can you know why because one day you'll take that ability of working hard of doing those things into something else into a different environment and you'll strive mm-hmm. but if you don't be if you don't build these habits when you're young you know unfortunately it, it will like how do you say it will have an effect on other things in life i always say a thing i always say this thing the way a person does one thing is the way he'll do everything mm-hmm. for example if a person is late to his lessons that person is going to be late for football he's going to be late for his meetings he's going to be late for uh, going out with his friends why because the way he does one thing is the way he will do everything mm-hmm. that's just one example so me it's like building these habits when you're young you know building these inequalities that a person needs you know because when thing does hit the fan you you're going to need these things you know and like yes i mentioned in one of the episodes earlier is that we're growing now and competition competition is fierce mm-hmm. and the thing is if you don't work hard if you don't have some uh how do you say anything anything about yourself only you're going to get wiped out that's mm-hmm. been that's the, that's the world that we're living in it's so fierce out there that you have to be good at what you're doing and you got to stand up actually you got to be twice as good sometimes you know just to even get noticed yeah it's it, it is what it is when explain why you need to be twice as good but yeah um So but here's the thing Kasim that you know whilst we don't want to generalize and say that all youth or all youngsters are like that like like this in terms of like wasting their talents or wasting their time but we know that there is like for example a large amount of youngsters time that's being spent behind for example things like social media or um behind video gaming where the time and efforts that are being used for these things diverts one away from skill building yep um and you've mentioned like you know being punctual for example take that as a skill <laughs> the more you have practice at it the better you become and the more punctual that you become it doesn't come overnight for example it doesn't yeah. come overnight yeah but essentially these are skills i mean we're just taking an example of of being punctual but there are many skills like communication skills for example um you're not going to be able to build your communication skills you might build it to a, a minute amount through video games and social media etc but you're not going to be able to build that skill in the same way that you would maybe um taking part in in sport activities for example um that take place within the community or um you might you might attend like a workshop or something or you might be involved in some art courses um within like your community centers or whatever i'm just like hinging on examples here but essentially what we're trying to what we're trying to say is don't spend your life behind a monitor don't spend your life behind a tv don't spend your life behind a uh, um video games when you could be achieving so much more you could be spending your your time in more healthier pursuits which is going to skill you in other ways is going to give you tools um to to unlock difficult doors in the future uh, and that's what we're trying to try to advocate for here kasim like you'll notice this with like rich people you know they do all sorts <laughs> yeah. um i i remember real ferdinand um some of the viewers might not know him but i know kasim does because uh, we're both manchester united fans and real ferdinand is um 
a legend of Manchester United, right? And he's a big guy. <laughs> you see, he's a big fella, right? You don't want to mess with him. But when he was young, he, he says it very openly that he grew up on an estate in London, but he used to attend ballet classes. And I used to think, like, Rio Ferdinand used to attend ballet classes. And apparently he used to do ballet to a really good level where it was possible that he could have become a professional. But he ended up becoming like a professional footballer. But you find this so often where, you know, athletes, professional athletes could have been an athlete in a completely different sport. Now, yes, some will argue that it'll be because of their natural ability and, you know, body strength and etc, etc, which I'm not going to negate. But at the same time, there is a mentality, there is a drive, an ambition uh, work that's taken place behind that other skill or that other sport which you've also done and invested time in in which to become good at it um, and that's what we try to say like don't be afraid to try something new you know let's say for example you you want to get into art you know i'm the worst, worst artist in the world i'm never going to be able to draw or paint anything for you right um that's that's not a skill that i have but i love to see people who are excelling in in things like art you know there's so many people now um, who are on Instagram, who are doing artwork, mashallah, and doing some amazing stuff. Um, you know, I have a friend that's got into playwriting, Kasim, and the way I see it is fantastic. Like, it's, it's a completely new avenue. Yeah. Um, inshallah, maybe we can have him on as a guest one day. Um, but it's something that's completely different. You know, out of the box, playwriting, wow, can you imagine a Muslim going into something like playwriting? Um and I think that's, that's what we want to see. That at the end of the day, our ambition and our understanding is we want people to go into all of these different professions, all of these different um, skills, all of these different sort of ventures that they can go into, but go into them as Muslims. And that way, the, the Muslim Ummah is represented in many different fields, not just inside of like accountancy, for example, or um, I don't know what else like loads of Muslims end up into. But we want to be in in everywhere right um i don't know like what do you what else can you add kasim uh, <clears throat> you mentioned that thing about rio Ferdinand, and this you t- you touched upon the fact that he lived on a council estate mm-hmm. uh, i want to mention here the fact that wherever you live wherever sort of wherever you live your uh, geographical how to say sort of location has a huge impact upon your sort of mindset mm-hmm. and upon your aspirations upon your goals in life I know this might be generalizing, but generally, most kids who live on council estate, who grow up on council estate, will live there for the rest of their lives, and they'll have kids who will grow. Very, very few will leave and get out of that sort of bubble and comfort zone and go to a different place. What I see now is that, I remember somebody mentioned to me, he said, and he, he, he phrased like, very interesting, he said that we live in sort of uh, cabbage societies. Okay. So I said, what do you mean? He goes, what happens is you have people living in a society and they have everything which is close to them, meaning that they live in one area, they have the supermarkets and the food shops and the takeaways and all these things. And because everything is so accessible and local to them, they don't ever go out anywhere else. Why? Because everything that they need is there for them. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they just mix with the same people who have the same sort of mindset. So if people have this sort of mindset that, yeah, our view on life is that let's just play video games and on the weekend let's get a takeaway and let's just, you know, spend a lot of time watching the TV. This is generally what that community will do. Mm-hmm. But compared to those people who actually move out 
but experience different cultures, go to different places, meet with different people, different mindsets, who are doing different things. This is when a person evolves, mm-hmm. and this is when a person grows. And again, it's about getting out of that comfort zone that a person is in, mm. you know. And this is where this is where a person needs to realize, okay, what's the what's the direction of most of the people that I'm living around, you know? It's very sad to say, but in Muslim areas, we see the sort of direction of youth, and it's not their fault because that's the only thing they see. But the advice is now for Muslim youth is that they know they need to go seek out different places, and go see what other people are doing, and mm-hmm. go see where their trajectory of life is taking them. You know, and when a person does that, that's when a person starts to evolve. When that's when a person starts to grow. Mm. I think the other thing is like we. There's always the analogy given of like diamonds. Yeah. You know, a diamond is made under pressure, um, under intense pressure, under intense heat, um, and that's the same way. Like, do you can give the example of of us as humans um, that we reach greatness or not necessarily greatness but we become better under harsh conditions when when we get used become acclimatized um to harsher environments um and they have an impact on us and sometimes unfortunately because we shy away and this goes back to the original thing and why i wanted to talk about failure first that we have to become acclimatized to hardship kasim because when we become acclimatized to a bit of hardship um a bit of suffering then that makes us better people um, I mean, I was, talk- I was talking to some of my work colleagues and um, we were talking about how some companies, they like to hire um, graduates from STEM subjects, like, for example, physics, maths, engineering, etc., etc. Not necessarily for the content of what they've learned, not because they know mathematical equations or they know about the laws of physics within thermodynamics or, you know, whatever it may be. But... The reason why sometimes they look for graduates like this is because for a student to be successful within these subjects, they have to have come across multiple times within their degree, within their education, times where they've been in front of a problem in which they've had no idea what to do. And the skill that they've developed is to try and find a solution through through hook or by crook, by hook or by crook basically. They have this mentality that I'm not going to crumble at the sight of that problem. I'm going to try and do something to try and come to a solution. Whether the solution is correct or not, I'm going to try something. And that's exactly what we're trying to advocate for here. Um, Like we mentioned at the start, failure is failure. Um, But once you fail in something, you've actually learned one way in which you can't achieve your goal. So you're one step closer to inshallah achieving whatever your goal may be um but yeah i think the other thing is you know sometimes there are many of us that have high ambitions um about things that we want to achieve it may be that we have ambitions about a particular business venture that we want to do or um, a particular skill that we want to develop going back to like for example art you know i'm giving the example of art i don't know why today right um but we might we might want to become like a, a fantastic artist or something start off small you know, um, build your aspirations slowly, slowly. Sometimes when we think about the end goal, uh, we lose sight of the hard work and dedication that needs to be put in at, at the at the bottom level, the groundwork that needs to go in. Inshallah, we'll achieve we'll achieve popularity and fame and and money and all of these things. Inshallah, but the groundwork needs to be laid out first, um, and that's what we need to try and think about um, and just be consistent. Yeah. You know, um, 
Experience this was one of the advices that my wife was was mentioning for for this episode. That just be consistent in whatever you're doing, inshallah. You know, if you keep on going, keep on going, inshallah, results will come. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And just going back to the first point that you made in terms of Muslims have this sort of uh, analogy that uh, we should shy away from dunya. I think this is a very incorrect analogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, uh, as as we say, blessings, has given us opportunities, then why not utilize them to serve the Muslim ummah and to serve the rest of the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, think, are, there are people yeah. on the other side of the world who would be dying to be in our situation in the West, the fact that we get our education for free, we have access to colleges, universities, we have different uh, avenues open for us. The people on the other side of the world who would be dying of what we have and unfortunately we see a lot of youth just don't they don't value this why because they've never seen hardship mm-hmm. they've never seen a life without school they've never seen anything else you know mm-hmm. uh, the thing is a muslim whatever he is he should grasp whatever at his hands and make this intention that well, you know what i'm going to learn something I'm for the benefit of myself and if i can benefit others and do that you know don't squander what you have in front of you because honestly you will be asked about this you know, every person will be asked about the blessing that he has. You know, don't squander these opportunities. You know, the fact of education. You know, all these things that we have in the West, these are blessings from Allah. Mm. You know, nothing, nothing less. Okay. Um, definitely, hundred um, percent. I think this is the thing, though. You you can only be thankful about the opportunities that you have present in front of you when you recognize them as opportunities, and when you see those people that don't have them opportunities, that's when you you have an understanding or when you recognize. Um, but finally, I think the last sort of topic that we wanted to talk about is the need for role models within our society. Um, and alhamdulillah, we are very lucky that we do have a lot of role models that are within our society. Um, but we do need to, we as youngsters now, need to look in the correct places yeah. to find those role models. Um, I don't know, I'll, I'll let you lead inshallah on this one. In terms of role models, especially for Muslims and, uh, and for, especially for the youth, it's very it's incumbent upon us to seek out individuals who are highly motivated. Mm-hmm. And when I see when I when I say people who are highly motivated, I mean people who are do, who are doing a lot of good stuff, uh, people who are very very busy but in a good manner, mm-hmm. and they are involved with many many different things, and they have a high they have just have a high drive in life, you know. And you wanna you wanna seek out individuals who don't settle for being average, mm-hmm. you know. That's one thing that they'll hear. You know, and you need you you'll find these individuals that that they are there in every sort of community, every sort of society, but you have to go and find them because these people are very very rare. And you need to surround yourself with these sort of people, in order to understand their sort of mindset, in order to understand their work ethic. And this is something that you will that you, that this is something that you'll take from, you know. But these individuals have to be sought out, uh, and you know, spend time with them. Uh, Ask them questions, you know, ask them for advice. You know, this is the only way a person, you know, will learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think people like this do exist, Kasim, that have utilised their abilities to, you know, to achieve the best in both worlds. Like you mentioned, I think we need to surround ourselves by by people like this, but we need to allow their good qualities to rub off on us, essentially. Yeah. Um, because by letting their good qualities rub off on us, then we can sort of, not step into the light because at the end of the day like you know we're not role models if somebody looking at us and thinking we're role models no 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 um Long way to go but there are people and it essentially comes down to you being active um and you will find people like this and in your journey to try and feel find people who are role models you will find people who are fake <laughs> yeah um and who unfortunately don't don't have these kind of abilities 
um, and don't have this kind of mindset and this drive and the passion. Um, but even this is part of the learning, the learning journey, you know. Um, and I think this this is what it comes down to. But essentially, it, it comes down to like recognizing that your time's valuable, Kasim. You know, if you recognize that your time's valuable, then you'll invest it in in those ventures, or you'll spend your time in those things which are going to give you benefit. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean, like I said, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be uh, materialistic. Doesn't necessarily mean have to mean that it's it's spiritual and religious as well. You might spend your time just relaxing, but within the right amount, in the right time, in the right mm-hmm. space, um, in the right environment, in the right manner. Um, we do need time to relax as well. We need time to recharge our batteries as well. Um, but definitely, I think we need to have like a a mindset shift um, about building this this drive, um, building this ambition. And I think each of us sort of like need to look at our own lives and say, you know, what am I doing in my life that is not really providing me with much benefit? Um, doesn't necessarily mean that you have to cut that thing out of your life completely because it's not possible for us to do that immediately with immediate effect because, you know, it might be like, for example, you watch a lot of Netflix or it might be that you spend a lot of time in video games. You know, all of a sudden I'm going to get a PS5 and check it out the window. <laughs> you know, that's not going to work. Um, but you need to slowly understand that, you know, okay, maybe spending two and a half hours every evening um, playing FIFA or whatever else I'm playing isn't as much benefit to me. So maybe what I could do is every other day there's free courses online um, in a particular subject that I want to learn about or I'm passionate about. Um, I can watch these videos and, and take a course. Um but at the same time, then rather than playing two and a half hours, I'll only play one hour and I'll spend one hour taking a course, for example. And slowly, slowly, you know, as you start to build these habits, um, then your life starts to change. Your mindset starts to change. You start to have a shift in your understanding. Um, and it takes years to build to this yeah. as well. Like, I'm not going to turn around and say that I'm the most productive person and I have the highest drive and, you know, I have great ambitions of doing X, Y and Z. And no, because it's like you'll find me sometimes lounging around as well. You'll find me um, procrastinating as well. Um, and like, I mean, it comes down to what we said before. We're not role models for people. Um, inshallah, we want to provide some sort of benefit. Um, and this is a means um, that we're trying to provide benefit, inshallah. And we hope that people are benefiting from it. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the sort of gist of what we wanted to talk about today. Kasim, is there any like, final thoughts that you have? We sort of ideally uh there are some people online who do push with this uh, we sort of ideally want to become sort of alpha male mm-hmm. in terms of we challenge ourselves every single day physically in terms of we we, we do exercise you know we keep fit physically fit you know mm-hmm. second of all we ch- uh, we challenge ourselves uh, intellectually so in terms of you mentioned learning things you mm-hmm. know strengthening the mind strengthening the brain you know and the, the third thing for a muslim is spiritually how can a person uh, challenge yourself and grow spiritually? You know, when a person brings these things physical, uh, how do you say, mental, and you say spiritual together, a person become a, a hell of a force, he become a hell of a man. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd be a, be a force to be reckoned with, and he'd become a sort of like walking sort of role model for others, you know. And I, I honestly believe this was the life that Rasulullah uh, advocated for others. He was fit, he was healthy, his mind was his mind, and his spirituality was his spirituality. And this is what 
like his companions saw and they really they really took effect from him mm-hmm. and whoever saw the the companions took effect from them mm-hmm. and they are still great people like this whom we could take effect from as well mm-hmm. you know this is like again our striving in life and uh, our means of a role model that's the ultimate role model, role model and i honestly believe he was the ultimate he was you know he was he was perfection mm-hmm. you know, and this is our goal in life you know how can we challenge ourselves in all these different aspects different avenues to become the best version of ourselves definitely definitely um i think all do is we'll draw the episode to the call to a close now um i think we've talked about some really important points and like we said we want what we want people to take away is you know don't fear failure um don't be worried about making mistakes that's part of the learning process um try to achieve greatness inshallah have a aspiration to to want to become good people um have an aspiration to become um excellent like i said not perfect but excellent um be the best person that you can be inshallah whatever your skills whatever your abilities um whatever allah subhanahu wa taala has bestowed you with whatever luxuries or comforts uh, that allah has bestowed you with um be happy with those to shukr about them be grateful for them but utilize be grateful for them through your actions in trying to become the best that you can be um and then once you know in your process of achieving that you will inshallah benefit yourself your family your friends and our wide you will also benefit society as well um so that draws this episode to a close inshallah if you've enjoyed it hit the like button do subscribe to our channel to follow our journey and the next episode we want to talk about um i think the headline is are we british um what we want to talk about is like our identity um within this country like you know what do we identify as um and other conversations that sort of uh, go with this as well um hope you enjoyed the video inshallah jazakallah khair for listening uh, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh